Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of JNL Watches. I'm Josh Prime. I'm Just Leah. And today, since we have finished Dollhouse season Ooh. two, all of Dollhouse really, yeah. we are now watching a random film from our childhood. This time, Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter is Dead. I like how you said our childhood, because I definitely didn't see it until like two weeks ago. Listen, it just be- it happened during your childhood. Just because you were living <laughs> under a rock at the time does not mean that it didn't happen. There. <laughs> That is fair. I like this random cartoon opening where we've got the babysitter getting squished by the logo. Yep. Only essence of what's going to happen in the near future. It's fair. Okay, so Leah. Yes. This is a relatively new experience for you. Why don't you tell our wonderful audience what Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is all about. The babysitter dies. Yep. Cool. Yeah. You're really good at summarizing. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's about a group of, I think there's four children that live in the house. Mom goes on vacation, hires an older babysitter. Babysitter dies of natural causes instead of telling you Anyone. know an adult <laughs> hiring like calling the cops when this happens no the kids decide to essentially live their summer so the oldest daughter commits fraud essentially and finds herself a job everyone else kind of just has regular summer vacations she, but <laughs> she lies like really hardcore on her res- her resume yes she- <laughs> But yeah, and naturally the mom finds out, so things go a little bit awry, but it yeah. ends happily. <laughs> of course it does, because this is this kind of movie. Yes. This is what happens. <laughs> Some lovely young actors appearing in this film. We're also spending a lot of time at the beginning of this movie showing us that their house is a mess. Yes. So that we can do a montage. Which leads me to, what are the rules for today's movie? Tell me all about it. Okay, so we're going to drink to our characters, and I'm going to choose Kenny... Who's the oldest son? And there he is now. Woo! In the leather jacket. Hi, Kenny. He's got pants that are so ripped. I didn't think guys wore ripped jeans. I thought it was just a girl thing. Oh, no. Guys did it, too. Uh, But the number of rips in his jeans, it looks like we're doing a sitcom trip to the 80s rather than an actual (laughs) portrayal of the 80s right now. But that's okay. So I'm going to select Sue Ellen. Who's the main lady character. Christina Applegate's character. Yes. Who also has very interesting fashion, but we will come back to There is some fashion (laughs) choices. So what else we got for rules? Okay, so as Josh Prime was saying, when there is a montage, we will drink. When any of the children commits a crime, (laughs) we will drink. I think more broadly, anytime a crime is committed, period. Okay, (laughs) perfect. Anytime there is smoking, whether it be of, you know, the marijuana or of the cigarette variety. Anytime there is a poorly dubbed over swear word, which we might have to figure that out because there's one right on the screen right now. Oh, okay. Whenever... Our punishment character is on the screen, which is going to be the secretary. Oh, the Um, one who talks like she's chewing her face. Yep. Her character's name is Carolyn. Oh. Yeah, she's not going to be around for a while, but once she comes, it's pretty serious. Yes. And there's also an older gentleman who I think owns the company or essentially is a big boss of the company. One of the HR guys or one of the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But whenever he acts inappropriately towards women, which is often. The guy who's dating Rose, Rose Lindsay from GAW. Essentially, Christina Applegate's character, Sue Ellen, is going to pose as an executive administrative assistant and save an entire fashion company over the course of this movie. She, you know, has a lot to offer in her 16-year-old youth. It's the thing. So we're just meeting the babysitter. Who is 
old. I want to point out that the babysitter is wearing white heeled shoes, mm-hmm. which wouldn't bother me except that the cover of the DVD and the DVD menu shows oh, her wearing black. black shoes, which I realize is not a huge problem, but it's just kind of amusing to me. Do her shoes change? Maybe she, maybe her shoes change when she inevitably dies. Also, I like that there's a picture or like there's a dog on the screen right now. I don't remember the dog at all in this film. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of stuff going on. He's just sort of there being a dog. But it's kind of cute. Yeah, he's a cute little dog. But yes, the older woman is seeming very Mrs. Doubtfire right now. But as soon as Mama Sue Ellen leaves, she becomes this drill sergeant-y old lady who throws all of the kids' lives into a tizzy. Yes. I also like how the mom right now is getting ready to leave and hands the babysitter and like a manila envelope full of cash. Yeah. Like, here's all of your cash. Like, weren't there checks back at the time? <laughs> like, like, here's a check. Here's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the idea was that they need to feed these kids for months. I can't imagine hiring a babysitter who wasn't a close friend or family member for three months. Right? She's never met this woman before. She's going to leave all five of her children with them for three months? Yeah. That seems a little bit crazy. I also want more of a backstory of, like, what happened to maybe, like, the second figure of this family. Like, I can't imagine that these five children were adopted. So, like... Oh, no. They ta- they mentioned that later. Her uh, Their father is with his secretary or something. And when the babysitter dies, she says to Kenny, like, oh, should we call dad? And Kenny's response is, he wouldn't care. Fair. Very 1980s single parent household was sort of a thing. That's true. On a lot of TV shows and movies. And we should be drinking because Sue Ellen is already smoking. Oh, she's smoking. And it's not a big deal in this household. <laughs> no, I love the fact that she's supposed to be, what, 17? Something like 17, that. 17, 18, because she's getting ready to go to college next year. Yep. And she's just sitting on the front house smoking. God, it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a nice advertisement for Super Shuttle. Yeah. Getting a Super <laughs> Shuttle because there was no lift yet. It's yep. fine. <laughs> the Okay, so now we've got the nanny babysitter lady starting to flip out and she's going to put the tomboy girl into a dress mm-hmm. uh, the tomboy girl played by a young danielle harris Aww. who if you follow horror movies at all she was the main survivor girl in halloween three four and five. Oh, are those she, about pumpkins no she played <laughs> she played jamie lee curtis's daughter in those movies oh cool Jamie Lee Curtis was not in them, but she played Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. I'm assuming she was in the the earlier film. Yes, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, the the famous person in the first Halloween movie. Nice, that works. Aww. <laughs> so we've got tomboy kid. We've got kid who watches nothing but television. True. And we've got romantic kid who's constantly stealing money to buy his girlfriend oh, diamonds. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then we've got stoner <laughs> big brother Kenny yeah. and fashion designer Sue Ellen. Yep. There are, you know... This Five is, children is a lot of children. More than one children is a lot of children. Yeah, really, one child is too many. Yeah. But there's <laughs> five of them. Yeah, this one little lady who she's never met before. Did she get them off of Craigslist? Like, how do you meet... Was this like a like a newspaper advertisement? Yeah, I don't know. That's how they got Mrs. Doubtfire. I know, that's what I think <laughs> I would think of. These children are children. And they they're making out in the back of a car. literally infants. Yeah. Like, this is... It looks like they're about eight years old. Oh my gosh. Your recognizing of ages is clearly wrong. He's like 13 <laughs> or so. Are you but, serious? <laughs> yeah. The other kid is like eight. Oh. <laughs> Darn it. I really hate the way he talks about the girl, though. He calls her his moon goddess and says she's his darling. Yeah, no, I would... 
throw up in my mouth a Awful. little bit. <laughs> but yeah, here comes Danielle Harris in a dress. Oh, she, oh she giving her the middle really finger. pleased. <laughs> and now we've got Kenny's room where he's got a weed leaf flag happening. And his room appears to have a tree growing in it. That's amazing. Across the top of the roof is like branches and stuff. <laughs> and he's got post-it notes covering some nipples on a woman. Yeah. Not like a random living woman. I mean like a poster. Is this what your room looked like too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's room looked like this as a kid ever. I don't know. My cousin's rooms look like that. Ah, uh, God. My parents would never have allowed that. We've got Sue Ellen. Hey, Sue Ellen. Ooh. She is... We're learning that she's a fashion-y person because mm-hmm. she's reading a fashion magazine and coloring in stripes yes. on the shirts. That and, must mean something. Yeah. We're like, oh, she must be into fashion. Yeah. And well, she has pictures of fashion on the walls, too. Oh, my gosh. There is an abundance of evidence that she likes fashion. Every surface... Also, she has the coolest phone. I know. <laughs> it's the same phone that DJ Tanner has in Full House, and I really wanted it. It's the same phone that Clarissa has, and Clarissa explains it all. Like, every it's teenage popular. girl had that phone. <laughs> Except for me. Oh, yeah? Didn't have my own phone line. It wasn't that cool. No, I didn't have my own phone line. I also didn't need a phone, because by the time, like, cordless I phones know. existed. I yeah. could just get the cordless. Yeah. Also, I don't know about you, but my cordless phone, like, two people can't pick up both cordless headsets at the same time. Oh, really? So, you, unless they're picking up the landline, my conversations were private, because who had the landline available? Yeah, it's <laughs> not a thing. I like that the children are all wearing name tags, like, hello, my name is. Yeah, the babysitter <laughs> made them. Mrs. Sturak is her name. Ooh. Kenny's home. With weed? Hi, Kenny. No, he appears to have... Oh, he has a plant. Yep, it's a weed plant. <laughs> Also, his ass is hanging out. Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> jeans that have cuts right under each ass cheek. That seems a little obnoxious to me. Is that what people did then? You are older than I am. I, I mean, don't know. let's not go crazy. I'm not that older than you. <laughs> but I guess when I was in high school, there was a guy who wore like a pair of Abercrombie and Fitch jeans mm-hmm. that had a cut on one cheek like that. Oh, did he get in trouble for wearing them? No, because it was a dress down day because we had to wear a uniform every day. Uh-huh. Not the double ass cheek. That no. just looks... Stupid. There was a lot more men showing off their bodies in that Apparently. era. <laughs> oh, but this is where Sue Ellen has just found on the... Like that kind of thing. On a chair, yeah. Yeah. The babysitter is dead. Like she shook her. She like rolled over. Yeah. Not good. Also, I just figured out what was going on on Kenny's roof. Ken, on the roof of Kenny's room, or the ceiling of Kenny's room, he has one of those army mesh throw things. Okay. So that's just running across his ceiling. It's a little odd. He's <laughs> very into it. Yeah, now everybody is hanging out around the dead body. They covered her with a California Raisins sheet set. <laughs> in case you were wondering when this movie was made. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Of course they have California raisin sheets. But yeah, now the children are trying to figure out what to do. One of them suggests to call mom, and they're like, no, yeah, we're going to get blamed. They don't want mom to come home. They, they're worried they might get blamed, which is ridiculous, because they obviously didn't murder this woman. No, she died of natural causes. Although I do think we should probably acknowledge that what they're doing right now is a crime, because oh, they yeah. are carrying the body, they're putting it in a trunk, and they're abandoning it at a funeral parlor. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely a major crime. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but... Something about it just doesn't seem legal to me. No. Yeah, if we had, like, if I knew more of statutes or, like, crimes, <laughs> I would, you know, reference that, but it I don't. It just doesn't seem particularly great. But yes, The Babysitter's Dead. There's the title of the movie being spoken by Swell again. And, yeah, they're heading over to the funeral parlor, and they're rationalizing by saying that they're saving the ambulance drivers a trip. <laughs> 
ridiculous. So much nonsense. I mean, at least they were smart enough to, like, bring the body somewhere. That's fair. They didn't, like, just try to bury it. Yeah, that would be really bad. I I like the sign that's like, nice old lady, died of natural causes. There is no evidence to suggest she was nice, but that's fine. It's true. Question for you. Answer for you. Did you have babysitters when you were a kid? I did. Were they neighbor old ladies, or were they, like, kids from next door? I had a mixture of both. Like, if my parents were going away overnight somewhere for, like, a weekend, it was definitely someone older, either, like, a relative or, like, one of our neighbors or, like, a neighbor's oldest child. Sure. But if it was, like, afternoon, my mom's running errands, it was whoever she could get. And so, how old were you when that stopped being a thing? Oh, seventh grade, because I had a fit, because my mom hired, like, the neighborhood kid that was in eighth grade, and I did all the work. So they hired somebody literally a year older than you yes. to babysit you. Yes. That didn't stri- like, were you out babysitting? Like you're. Yeah. <laughs> I was babysitting at that point for other people's children. And like- she was still hiring a babysitter for you. Yeah. I never babysat anyone. Aww. I never had a babysitter that I can remember. Yeah. Uh, but that's because my parents didn't really go and do that kind of thing. If they were going out somewhere, I was usually With being them? dragged there. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm sure I got babysitters when I was like younger, but I don't remember that at all. The And plus, my dad's mom lived with us forever, so I guess if they were going to go out, I would just have her around. Yep. But that was a thing. So now the money is gone. Oh no, and they're freaking out. They're freaking out. They think that it's on the body that they sent to the funeral parlor now. The and poor so, house. It goes from like... Oh, we just had the word shoot appear, and I'm certain that's because we edited out the word shit. shit. Which is weird, because they said fuck earlier. Yeah. And they said shit in the opening scene. Yeah, they just... They edit a lot of weird curse words out. At one point, she calls Kenny a punk, and it's clear that she's saying prick, <laughs> but they changed it. I didn't even know that that was a bad word. Prick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh it's not good. <laughs> Somebody's called you that recently. You should be offended. Oh. All right. Good. <laughs> um, Adding it to the list. So now they are counting their change as they drive around. I do like the smallest boy child. Who the TV addicted the t- one? Yeah. yeah. He's kind of adorable. I mean, they're all cute kids, but like he doesn't get that much screen time. So He definitely just wants to be watching TV. Like yeah. He just wants to hang out at home, watch oh. television. Also, the house is a freaking mess it has been what a week maybe yeah not even and mom is there can we talk about love struck boy and his extremely 80s early 90s haircut an intense bowl cut it's an intense bowl cut it is (laughs) it's not good it's a lot there's a lot happening there (laughs) i had a haircut like that you did i did i still kind of do No. It's just not as bowl cutty now. It's grown out. It's true. (laughs) I also like the fake nails that Sue Ellen has on. Like, I was, I always wanted fake nails, like those tips that all the girls had in high school. Because I always thought they looked cool and, like, you could, like, tap your fingers and, like, the keyboards and stuff. But you could have those fingernails now. But I feel like I won't like them. It's one of those things. Good way to try it out. Look, they want to eat Elvis, their dog. (gasps) No! I know, I'm realizing more and more as we watch this how much the dog's actually in it. But the first time I was like, nope. No. Didn't pay attention to the dog. I want to know what the message is that's written on the refrigerator behind Kenny, but they're not showing it long enough. Oh, But it says something like, do not do something. (laughs) Do not feed the dog. Oh. Do not feed the dog people food. I caught it that time. Nice. That's funny. Uh, So now they have to decide what they're going to do for money for the summer. True. And they flip a Mama Celeste pizza to determine what's going to, who's going to have to get a job. Oh, really? Yes. Think how different this movie would have been had Mama Celeste landed the other way and Kenny had to get a job. 
Damn. <laughs> but instead, Sue Ellen does. And she gets a job at the weird, not Burger King fast food place. It's true. And she'll get hired. She's got some serious hoop earrings on. I know. Is it a thing that, like, the bigger the hoop, the, like, hoarier you are? <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard anything about that. And All that's right. not something I'm touching with a 10-foot pole. Okay. I do know that hoop earrings can be dangerous if you get into fights. Because they're easy to grab and yank. Yeah. And they hurt like hell if you yank them. Oh, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. But look at Sue Ellen's outfit. She does not look happy to be at this place. She's got a bow tie on. Mm-hmm. I feel like the woman who is spitting sunflower seeds across the room is probably violating some health code violations. Yes. But I do like this scene because we meet Sue Ellen's love interest. And oh, yes. he's kind of adorable. But, um, yeah, we've got our meet cute with Brian. Oh, yay! Brian is all, like, loving his job at the clown dog. Yeah. God, I'm getting major office space vibes from their outfits. I never watched that show. Really? It was uh, it was interesting. The The parody was Jennifer Aniston's character works at a TGI Fridays mm-hmm. back when they had to wear the, like, suspenders and a million buttons. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that that movie single-handedly stopped TGI Fridays from making their employees do that. Because <laughs> it was so, like, the joke of how stupid it was uh, in that movie. I also, like, it reminds me of, actually, Buffy in mm-hmm. that season where she has to work at the burger place. Or maybe oh, yeah. that one episode. That one, yep. We've got, uh... Kenny and his friends on the roof. Kenny and his douchey friends. They are currently smoking, so cheers to that. Ooh. And they're drinking beer, even though they are clearly not old enough to do so. Yeah. They got to be, what, 15? Well, I think he's, they're supposed to be around the same age, Kenny and, and Swell. Okay. He's a senior in high school next year, so I think he's probably like 17. Okay. Like a junior. Yeah. And now he's urinating off the side of this building that they're standing on, which makes no sense. Did you and your boyfriends, like, do that? (laughs) First of all, (laughs) we don't call them that. (laughs) Guys who are friends. (laughs) Did we urinate off the side of buildings? No. (laughs) I actually had a mixed group of friends, so I never had, like, the all the guys hang out situation that a lot of TV shows do. Did you and your guy friends have sleepovers, like girls? Um, well, again, we would have sleepovers, but it would be everybody, like, mixed group. Really? Yeah. No. I wasn't allowed <laughs> to have that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, like, most of the girls' parents who knew me knew that I was of no risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that, you know, our group of friends, the two of them had been in very long-term relationships with each other, like, really long-term, like, most of high school. Yeah. So I think the parents, like, knew kind of what was up and what was going on, so I don't think it was as big of a deal. So we were we were also super nerdy, so we were mostly staying up all night playing, like, Super Smash Brothers. It wasn't like we were spinning the bottle or doing something mm-hmm. scandalous that parents would freak out Seven about. Seven Minutes in Heaven? Um, yeah, no. There's a new <laughs> movie called Seven in Heaven that came out on Netflix, about two people who go into the closet for seven minutes in heaven, and when they open the closet door, they're suddenly in a different world, and they have to, like, get back to their world. It's real weird. It was a real weird experience. But I watched the whole thing, of course. Good job. This gentleman, Brian, who Mm -hmm. plays the main love interest. Yes. You might recognize him from Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah! He was in Dead Poets Society. Is he the kid that dies? Oh, God, I couldn't tell you that. Okay. He's also in the new Wet Hot American Summer, 10 years later. Ooh. He was also in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And most famously, he was Will Gardner from The Good Wife. Oh, yeah. I never watched that show. I never watched that either, but he was in 108 episodes of it. So clearly he was an important person. Wow, he his, has really come up in the world. His name in real life is also Josh Charles. So, Ooh, you good know, name. good first name, yeah. Brian. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do like his hair. Kind of forms like a little point in the front. I don't yeah, know. yeah, he's got some interesting haircut. This weird Al Yankovic looking owner. <laughs> but yes. So now she's quit that job. So she's trying to find a new job. Yes. And she's circling things, but she hasn't circled the one in dead ass center that says G-A-W, which no. is coming next. But she does circle the McDonald's ad. And then she crosses it off all angry. Ooh, fashion industry. Immediate opening for receptionist. And she's probably good at that. And she is going to copy this from a resume book, which, first of all, resume books used to be a thing that existed, listener. Now you can just Google resume template and (laughs) go nuts. But also, had Google existed, they probably could have typed her resume into it and figured out that she was uh, making this shit up. Yeah, fraud. Also, they don't do any kind of background check. I know, right? They don't call the schools she she's claiming to, to go like to. She doesn't have to fill out like an I-9 or... Apparently not. Now she's trying on her mom's clothes, and because she and her mom were clearly the same size, yeah. and because she has a strong fashion sense, she's going to mix and match and create something super fashionable. Yeah. The idea that her mom has two things that a teenage girl could combine and turn into something fashionable strikes me as odd. I always thought that she pulled stuff from her closet, too. Yeah, she might be. But yeah, so now she's... Getting dressed and hoping to look old enough to be a receptionist. Yeah, practicing wearing heels. She apparently doesn't know how to walk in heels. I find that hard to believe. Especially if you're someone that's into fashion. Yeah. You usually are wearing heels. Strikes me as somebody. She also did a really good job with her hair this morning. I know. Where's her bangs she usually has? Henry Yang's. Oh, (laughs) we're about to meet the bitchy secretary. Oh, here we go. Punishment for Carolyn. (laughs) Who just looks like a sourpuss. She's got a little bit of Willow Rosenberg hair. Yeah. Just not red. Yeah. With that widow's peak happening right in the front. Yep. But I like how it's like gelled or like slicked back in a weird way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like with a lot of hairspray. (laughs) There's a lot going on. Oh, hairspray was a major thing at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it was. And lipstick. See, that's another thing is I can't wear lipstick. It just looks like clown on my face. I think, again, if you started wearing it, I think you could get away with it. You just have to, like, commit to doing it regularly. It's weird. Also, the idea of, like, matching your lipstick to To your your shirt shirt and your nail polish, that's what she's doing right now. It's a lot. It's a lot of intensity. It's like I'm buffing when they match the eyeshadow to their shirts. That damn (laughs) eyeshadow. I feel like the eyeshadow game has gotten less strong. It's true. Which is good. I think that's positive. We're moving in an upward direction. (laughs) Ooh, here's Rose. Here's Rose. Everybody loves Rose. Uh, For those of you who watch Six Feet Under, she played Brenda's mother. Who's crazy. Who's crazy and wonderful. Um, She's still crazy in the show, though. She's crazy in everything. She's wearing... She's got very red hair in this movie. That's gotta be a wig, right? I think it's dyed that color because she's naturally, or at least appears in everything else I've ever seen her in as a blonde. This is the only time she has red hair. All right. My guess is it's dyed that color. Dang. But her shoulder pad game, strong. Oh, yes. Big, giant shoulder pads. <laughs> I love this. It's so 80s and 90s. Yes. I want them to remake this movie. Ooh. Though should. I think it would be much harder. You'd probably have to set it in the 80s. Oh, yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. That actually, 80s are hit hit right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is hip right now. It's the thing. I like the random office we're getting to look at that mm-hmm. we'll never see again. She never spends any time in this area. No, not at all. But, you know, what is the brooch that she has on? It's like a leopard brooch. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if it was like a flower or a rose or just like a circle, but I... It's just a circular leopard. I got nothing for you. So, if you were an executive, yes. would you like this office? 
That view is pretty nice, but your back is to it. That, weird. So the view that she has, that's Sue Ellen's view. The, the actual boss is in the room next door. Which seems weird. I don't like the idea of the office like sharing a space with my administrative assistant. Yeah. Like, we should have separate spaces. I yes. should have a door in case I want to have a meeting. Right. Yeah, because then she can just hear the whole thing. Yeah. By or, the way, there's Gus. Oh, he's the worst. He's in a relationship with our boss, yes, Rose. Rose. He's already being gross and, like, flirty. Yes. And he's wearing, like, a money tie. Or he's wearing a... Po- I don't even know. There's, Post-it like, stamp? stamps or something on it. It looks weird. I also like that he came in through her door and left out Sue Ellen's door. He just, like... Exit stage, whatever. I also feel like you should only be opening... Like, you should be coming in through the administrative assistant. She yes. should be running interference. Yes. So that you don't wind up... Getting random people. Getting random people walking in your office yeah. as the executive. It's gotta be nice having an assistant. Yeah. I always <laughs> think about the celebrities who have, like, personal assistants. Ooh. So they can say, go do my laundry, or go do this for me, or pick me up a Coke, or whatever you want to do. And they just have to do that, because it's their job. That's so weird to me. I know, right? Oh my goodness, they're playing race car! They're playing, like, an arcade race car game. Yeah. How, it's going to take so long for her to get paid, though. I know. I'm like, where? how are they paying for this stuff right now? I guess they had a little bit of money on their own because they went food shopping that first day. Oh, is this supposed to be Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, this is amazing. Look at that rodent <laughs> in the background. There's a dude in a mascot costume that I think is Chucky oh from goodness. Chuck E. Cheese. I had so many birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. Did you? I was yes. never in there. Well, because what do you do in November for birthdays? Nothing, because it's cold in New England. <laughs> Are Chuck E. Cheese's still around? Yeah, there's one in Arden. We can go. <laughs> there's, I don't think we can. Don't you have to have kids with you? I don't know. I, I can look small. I think it's a rule. Oh, man. Now for adults, we have like Dave and Buster's. I've never been to one, but they don't look as cool. I mean, it's the same thing. It's but arcade not games. there's a giant rodent running around. That's true. But there's arcade games and there's alcohol. So that's fun. Sad day. So now these drag queens are stealing the car. I don't understand... How this happens. What this has to do with anything. No. And the two, Kenny and uh, Swell, look at each other and say, Liza? Question mark. And that's clearly not the, what they were saying. Oh. They were saying something else, and I don't know what it was, but Liza Minnelli and two other drag queens stole that car. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is really not an important part in the overarching storyline at all. Well, they had to get rid of her car, the babysitter's car. Oh. So that she would... Ha- so that... Swell would have to ride the Buick in every day or whatever other car she has to drive in. All right. Now they have to call our good friend Brian to save them and yes. bring them home. In the freezer car. Yeah. Which is cute. That truck is bizarre. Yes. If that were driving on the road handing out hot dogs, kids wouldn't be allowed to go near it. It no. would be, like, terrifying. Well, this is the 80s. I feel like people were a lot more lenient. <laughs> they were like, go outside. Go, go have just fun. Go have a hot dog from a street vendor. Yeah. I guess not? we still do that, sort of. But I feel like this is an important re- establishment of their relationship. Like She calls him for help and yeah. he saves her. Yeah. Also, remember that time you had to remember people's phone numbers? Oh, yeah, the worst. Yeah. I definitely don't know anyone's phone number. We've talked about this before, but if yeah. I lose my cell phone, there's nobody I can call. Yeah. I just have to figure out a way to get back. <laughs> Hope for the best. Yeah. Throw it out into the universe. Just not a thing. But yeah, so now they're going to have to drive the Volvo to work. It is a good car. It's very safe. It's safe. It's better than the Buick. The Buick was a nice car, though. It, yeah. Looked a little hersey to me, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah, I do like a good hearse. 
They get terrible gas mileage, but I would totally drive one. You think so? Absolutely. But I, I can't afford the gas mileage because yeah. they get like five miles. It's nonsense. But then you could be like Claire. Claire from Six Feet Under? Absolutely. She's a good person to aspire to. Oh, she's wonderful. But so now the kids are fighting over the last food that they have. Mm Mm-hmm. And Brian's going to give her some leftovers, I think. Yes, leftovers that nobody picked up from the deliveries, which doesn't make any sense. No. He has, I have leftovers from my dinner deliveries. Does that mean that he couldn't deliver it? Like, how does he just have this much food? Yeah, does that mean that they didn't want it when he got there? Like, why does he have this extra Uh, food? (laughs) Did he just come prepared? This is not like... Actually, it is. It's just like Millie with the leftover manicotti. Like, you just have straight up made her manicotti right now. I don't know. It's just how it goes. It's just what happened. Yeah. (laughs) He's asking her on a date, which is kind of cute. To see the grunion. I had no idea grunion were fish until this movie. Oh, I'm glad that you said that. I was like, I don't know what that is. They're going to watch the grunion run, which is them mating, apparently. Oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah. That's a good date. Let's take you to watch (laughs) animals have sex. Okay. Oh, man. I once... This is TMI. I once went on a date where they thought the appropriate thing to do was to watch the movie Knocked Up and proceed to tell me about their mother, who was an OBGYN. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't sound fun. No. No. I was, like, trying to get out of there as fast as possible. (laughs) Also, Sue Ellen sleeps in her mom's bedroom now. For some reason. Yeah. She has a perfectly good room. Like, why does she have to sleep in her mom's room? Yeah. Don't understand. And all the kids are awake at... She woke up at 5.30, so assuming it took her an hour to get ready, it's 6.30 in the morning and all three of these kids are awake. That strikes me as nonsensical. Yeah. Aren't you sleeping in? But I do like her Captain Crunch cereal bowl method. Yeah. She just gets a giant crystal bowl, fills it with cereal, and pours milk in it, and then says, have fun. Mike is the only one that eats it. Yep. I don't know if Mike's actually his name. I call him Mike because of Mike TV from Willy Wonka. Oh. You know. Oh, well, here we go. We got Carolyn again. Hey, Carolyn. She's pissed that Sue Ellen got this job that she was going She doesn't for. know yet. She's, oh. She finds out right now. I gotta go work up in Lin- Rose Lindsay's office. I work for her now. She's all, <gasps> gasp. And they do a, a pull in on her face, right? too. It is intense. Oh, Ooh. barrettes. Look at that barrette. I am forgot about those. <laughs> All these things. Also, she seems to be wearing the same red shirt, red lipstick, red nail combo from yesterday. Maybe that's her look. It's just what she does. It's how you look real intense. I agree. There are so many people in Rose Lindsay's office right now. I guess she is important. Yeah. She's like the head of the whole thing. Yeah. I love the one instruction that Rose gave her was if she's ever with other people and, and asks her to do something that she just says, I'm right on top of that, Rose. And you said that that comes up in different things, right? Oh, it comes up in, like, my life. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, sense. Rose is wearing a new brooch. It's a lizard climbing up her chest. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, it's no pink flamingo. Yeah, that is fair. <laughs> she actually has two. There's one on her, like, lapel of her jacket and then one on her shoulder which is weird she has a shoulder brooch oh yeah. i gotta see this now. <laughs> gotta see what's happening but i do like that we get to go to the warehouse oh yeah there is there's yeah. sparkly all over her now we're in the warehouse hanging out with franklin mm-hmm. the head designer. designer and franklin is you know very much not in the know right now no this new line bad <laughs> I really can't believe that she's got two lizards on her outfit what I a mean, weird choice i like it better than the random yeah. leopard thing. Because at least it looks more like in unison, but still weird. It is very weird. 
Here we are again with her not knowing how to use her computer. I, I never had a computer that was like this. This was a little bit before my time. Mm-hmm. But the computer that can only display in one color, the green screen. Yep. And here we go. The QED report. I'm sure Zuella knows exactly what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, and she gets to use the fax machine. I have no, I've only used a fax machine once in my entire life. Seriously? Yes. Are you a big faxer? I mean, I've definitely faxed stuff before. Sometimes... Oh. Even at my current job. Uh, I don't fax things. Really? The, the last time I faxed something was for getting this house, and I had to go to the uh, office administrator in our office and be like, I need help faxing, because I don't know how to do that. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's fair. She guess- came through. She came through in the clutch. Good job. Good Showed job. me how to write cover pages for faxes. Yeah. It was a whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a learning curve. But and of course, fun. Carolyn again. Hi, Carolyn. She is being a bitch. Not gonna help her learn how to use the fax machine. No, already she's using it wrong. You gotta put it in the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna eat the paper too. It's yeah, it's doing weirdness. It's, it's gonna start smoking soon. I don't know. I like that she. I, I at least know not to answer the phone during a fax because <laughs> it's gonna make that fax noise. Yes, <laughs> that's not good. Not good at all. Also, in a second when she pulls the paper out, it's perfectly pristine, despite the fact that she grabbed it from both corners and yanked it. Also true. But this is where she meets this oh other gosh, Kathy. Kathy assistant. <laughs> Kathy is wonderful. I yeah. love her. And essentially does Zuellen's job for her. Yeah, gives her a lot of coverage. She winds up doing the QED report. She brings it in when she's sick. It's a whole thing. Yeah. She was from, let's see, what has she been in? She was in the Twin Peaks series. She also was in, uh, what's the name of it? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. She was in that. She also was in uh, one of the Speed movies, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. So she's out there. She's she's a face that you probably would recognize. She is more like a clean cut style. Yes. But still intense lipstick. Yeah, it was a time. It was a lipstick time. I guess so. When you do that. I still think you could... Definitely get away with doing lipstick. All right, we'll try, and I'll show you how much of a clown I look like. <laughs> Again, it's all about getting used to like that being your look. I can't do and it. How bright a red are we talking? It you was might really need bright. To, you might need to do some other like foundation and stuff to bring their other colors forward. I don't know how to do foundation. I mean, isn't it? You just put it on your face. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, my idea of being a girl is wake up, shower, <laughs> put on some mascara, go, go. Look at their kitchen. So their kitchen is, first of all, a train wreck. That would give me so much anxiety. Secondly, the kitchen countertop is like maybe three inches thick. Did you see that? Yes. And it's for mica. It's not like it needed to be that thick. No. It's just they decided to make it that thick for some reason. You know, I always thought that this other administrative assistant slash designer was a, kind of attractive oh, in his weird hair kind of way. So I have to tell you, so we are meeting the head inventory clerk. Oh, that's it. He is David Duchovny. Oh! Yeah. Oh! So we've got some listener who will be very pleased to know that you thought he was attractive. Yeah. Yeah. He's David Duchovny, a young David Duchovny. Yeah, he has pretty eyes. He wound up being on The X-Files for a long time. Oh, that's where he's from. Yeah. And then was on Californication for a very long time. Oh, I didn't watch either of those shows, but I know what they are. Yeah. By name. He does this neck twist where they play this really loud cracking noise that kind of freaks me out. If your neck is cracking that much, that's not a good sign. You should see a chiropractor. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good thing. (sighs) Yes. Kenny is going to get into a fight with Swell. Yeah. And then the phone rings again, and it's accidentally his mom. So he yells at his mom, thinking that it's her. 
wants to cover it up. Oh, no. It's not good. Also, his uh, fake Rolling Stones tattoo, <laughs> on par with what's going on with his life. You think that's fake? Why wouldn't it be real? You think it's real? I mean, I'm sure it's not real for the actor, but he could have a real tattoo as Kenny. I guess. The, the stoner boy. I mean, if, you know, they're getting away with murdering or <laughs> killing their babysitter of natural causes and living alone, anything's possible. It's true. Now we find out that David Duchovny and Carolyn are, like, friendly, maybe dating. I think they are dating. Unclear. He calls her babe. So. And he also calls Sue Ellen the void. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, just blank space? It's just very insulting, I guess. Oh. And now we're watching television. Yeah. And we're going to flip to Julia Childs, and this kicks off Kenny's storyline about learning how to cook. Yeah. He and really gets into it. He and is pretty good at it. You you bake. You make a lot of scones. I do. You're a big scone maker. Because they're easy. You just, like, mix some stuff together and you call it a day. I mean, that's pretty much how baking cakes make works, too. <laughs> I know, but you have to be more precise when you bake cakes, I feel like. Uh, fair. Especially when you're decorating them. Well, the decorating part is totally different. You don't decorate scones. No. You just throw some shit on it and call it a day. Oh, we're learning about petty cash right now. Oh. This is where we have yet another crime. Yes. Because Sue Ellen, Sue Ellen will just take money from it. Sue Ellen is going to steal from petty cash. Oh, my goodness. There can't be... Well, maybe it was. I feel like there's got to be some sort of accounting office where you're getting petty cash from. Not just like a drawer full of money. Well, it's a drawer full of money, and then you put receipts or checks in it so that you can give that to the accounting people, and they can make it all make sense. Right. And now Sue Ellen has just taken credit for the QED report, even though it was clearly done by Kathy. Yeah. And she's going to open up this box full of money, which is amazing. I wish I just had a box full of money. I know, right? You could buy a box and put money in it if you want. Okay. <laughs> like, Maybe Monopoly money. Totally reasonable. There's a lot of change. Is petty cash usually full of change? I don't, again, I didn't know that petty cash was a thing. I don't work so. at a place that would have petty cash, so no, it's not, not a deal. Oh, that reminds me. I have to talk to you about what happened with Smosh. What is Smosh? Smosh is the YouTube channel. Okay. Speaking of petty cash. So, this is like a huge deal, and I can't believe that people aren't talking about it. Mm -hmm. So, Smosh was a channel on YouTube mm -hmm. created by two boys who, uh, when they were 17, did a video of them lip-syncing to the Power Rangers theme song. Cool. And they eventually became one of the most popular channels on YouTube, currently with 23 million subscribers. Holy Really? Yeah. They uh, worked together for a really long time. I watched them for many years. Mm -hmm. And the two boys, one of them, Anthony, left Smosh. Okay. About two years ago. And it was a big deal. There was, like, news and, like, why I left Smosh and da 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 Well, recently it came out that Smosh was owned by a company called Defy Media. And Defy Media closed its doors... With no word. They just put out a thing that was like, as of today, everyone is fired and Defy Media is no longer. And so all the people who still worked at Smosh were essentially let go from their jobs. Oh my goodness. The, one of the people in it is in the TV show The Goldbergs. Okay. So like, these are people that maybe you've seen in life, but they also are on YouTube if you ever looked at YouTube ever. Yeah. And, uh, oh, by the way, we're smoking, so we're gonna, we're smoking pot in Kenny's room right now. And we're trying to get Elvis the dog high, which <laughs> is ridiculous. Yes. But anyway, so Smosh closed down, whatever. And Anthony, the guy who left, 
posted a video that was, now that Defy Media is no more, I can share with you, like, why I really left Smosh. And according to him, whether or not this is true or not is up for debate, but according to him, he sold Smosh, him and his friend, sold Smosh to Defy Media for stock options in Defy Media. Turns out that Defy Media is not a publicly traded company and therefore doesn't have any stock. So they sold Defy, their, their 23 million subscriber YouTube channel, they sold it to Defy Media for essentially zero dollars. Then they were given a salary to work at Defy Media and continue to create content, which I'm sure was great, but certainly not the amount of money that the channel was bringing in. Right. Now they just are all unemployed and have to figure out what they're going to do with themselves. Like, to me, that's craziness. And... Those people were blatantly robbed, and they definitely should have had some sort of representation before they signed that contract. Yeah. But, like, some, that should be news. It should be news that this is happening. But it's not. So I'm just putting it out there. Anyway. Um, so Brian and Sorella are at the beach right now, which apparently they go to to watch the fishes bait. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really adorable. My only stipulation is there's a scene where they just, like, frolic in the water. In the back of my head, I'm like, Sue Ellen is like a person of high fashion. I can't imagine that she's just freely getting her clothes wet. Oh, she's... This is like first date, Sue Ellen. You know by the fifth or sixth date, she's going to be like, I ain't running through salt water with you, crazy. But right now, she's still trying she's to get She's waiting in the... Yeah. Okay. She's trying to do what everybody does in their first dates. Present their most fun-loving, happy self. It's not till later you go like, fuck you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the Let me worst. Tell you what I actually think. Yeah, what I actually think is that you're making me walk through a bunch of fish semen. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's what water is. <laughs> I mean, it's heavily diluted. It's but water yes. sports to a there's, new level. <laughs> <laughs> there's a s- bunch of species of fish that don't mate in the like what I would call the traditional way. Mm-hmm. They just release out into the water, and then that like is how fertilization happens. It's a thing in the water. Mm. Yeah, the ocean's Mm-mm. gross. Mm-mm. And not just because of our pollution, but also because of all of the animals having sex in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe I should go in the water less. <laughs> or just go in pools with chlorine. Yeah, but you have to think about human feces in pools. Yeah, but chlorine is there. Yeah, it doesn't make it any better. I mean, chlorine is definitely cleaning water. Yeah, that's, it's that's its purpose. Killing stuff. Things can't live in it. That's it why it doesn't turn green. real blonde. That's good, though. I mean, maybe. <laughs> you, your your pink is almost completely gone. I know. It washed out real fast, but there's like still random pieces. It's a couple little bits of pink left. <laughs> so they're having a conversation about their first kiss where she says, I hate this part. I mean, I like this part. I mean, I hate this part. And now they've ruined the moment because they talked about it. Yeah. You just got to let it happen. Although you had to teach me how to do flirty eyes. Oh my gosh. It's, it's really not hard. You just look at somebody and think... About something dirty. I can't do that. And you look at them and then you've got that that look like you're thinking something dirty. Just like a... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listener at home can't see that, but that was me doing it. Yeah, yeah. It was very good. They're making out and they've got fish having sex on their feet Ew, right now. no. It's Ew, really nope. gross. Nope, nope. <laughs> well, okay, Leah. I mm-hmm. think that we should take this romantic meet-cute moment mm-hmm. as an opportunity for us to take a quick break and try some white fudge Oreos. I'm excited about these. It's going to be fun. We're going to try some Oreos and we will be right back. Cool. And they hug. What commercials do we have to do this week? We don't usually do commercials on these because they're so long huh, already. Perfect. What's the special features? Oh, there's a theatrical, theatrical trailer. trailer. Let's watch all of them. All of the trailers, the first 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> I don't tell you. 
wow, this trailer gives you no information about the real storyline. No. <laughs> yeah, nothing about her getting a job. Nothing about GAW at all. Wow. Nothing about being responsible. Nothing. The, 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 like, this is like misleading. It's yes. not even what the show is about. No. <laughs> Real yeah, women. they didn't even give us enough time to see the faces of the people no. doing the reviews. The one where it was like, go see it. The camera yeah. wasn't even <laughs> stationary for a second. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, team, we are back. And during the break, we had white fudge Oreos. Yes. Leah, what are your thoughts? Okay, so you pull them out, and the packaging is very, very different. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a box instead of the normal the plastic sleeve. sleeve. Yeah, and you get way fewer. There was like four per sleeve, and there was only three sleeves. That's a finite amount of Oreos, but they're a lot thicker. There is a lot more cookie per Oreo. Yeah, like you pull it. It's like very thick layer of white fudge, regular Oreo inside. It smells like sugar. That's because it's full of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was pretty good. I'm not a huge white chocolate wow. fan. Wow. Wow. Coming for that. Yeah. But I would say it's still definitely above the mint ones. Sure. It's probably somewhere on the middle of my rating scale list. <laughs> I liked these a lot. I like them because they're so different. Okay. They're really just... I mean, they're essentially regular Oreos that are white fudge dipped. Yeah. But they're very different. I like that. Yeah. I, I wonder like if the there's chocolate fudge dipped. I don't know. We could probably do our own chocolate dip. Oh, we should experiment one day. I like to make fried Oreos where you take pancake batter (laughs) and you put Oreos in it in the frying pan. Oh, that's (laughs) tasty. Wow. I never heard about that. It's very good. You can also do it with chocolate bars. Also quite fun. Just saying. You can make waffles with them? I mean, probably. (laughs) I don't see why not. All right. So Gus has taken Sue Sue Ellen Ellen on a date. So where were we? So we've got Gus doing stuff. Uh, Sue Ellen is fighting with Kenny because he's not doing the dishes at home and he's hanging out with his friends. And so his friends went skeet shooting with all the dishware, which should probably come back to haunt him, but it won't. No, but you know, it's fine. But yes, Gus is taking Sue Ellen on a lunch outing. And again, he's going to be creepy in a moment. He's going to be creepy. And Sue Ellen is going to order a... Alcoholic beverage, despite the fact that she clearly is not old enough to drink. Yes. At lunch, on the job. Also, we're smoking, so that's fun. Yes. I do like her hair, though. It's like a French braid, but off to the side. It, like, does a turn thing. It's true. She's also smoking in a restaurant, which is something that you don't see a lot of present day anymore. And I like that nobody else is smoking but her. Just her. She's the the lone smoker. Hmm. (laughs) I wonder if Christina Apke actually smoked in real life at this point, or... I mean, probably, given the time of... Given the decade that it was. All right, fair. I also like Sue Ellen's earring game. She wears she, these like big. She's got long, big chunky earrings mm-hmm. a lot. Also, she orders a martini, mm-hmm. and he says sweet or dry. I don't know what the difference is between those two things. Of a martini. Uh, yeah, like what is a sweet versus what is a dry? I think it's martini. whether or not you add like a sugar or like a sweet substance but that would be Uh, yeah i don't understand so i'm looking up sweet or dry and just seeing what it says because isn't it usually like ice or no ice or salt or no salt that's on the rocks Mm -hmm. when it's like ice or no ice or neat that's just like nothing like no mixer right i think i don't know my (laughs) oh he's being real pervy here talking about his chicken being very tender Mm -hmm. gross Mm mm-hmm 
What about Rose? <laughs> yeah, what about Rose? That's a thing. Shouldn't, shouldn't he be trying to impress Rose? Also, I like this. It's like a jacket dress thing that she's wearing. That Swellen is wearing? Yeah. Yeah, that is that is interesting. She's got a lot of, again, where is she getting these clothes from? Are they her clothes? Because it doesn't seem like clothes? she would have a lot of office clothes. No, but she makes it work. Yeah, she's pulling it off. And now she's having a like late night with Rose, where they're sitting on the floor and looking at magazines. Despite the number of couches around them. In fact, they're both leaning on couches. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Like, you could just be sitting on them. Yeah, why are we on the couches? And also, we're smoking again. Yeah. Wow, she really just doesn't stop smoking. She's been smoking this whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think a better, like, drink when she's not smoking. (laughs) I feel like that's less frequent. Yeah, she's always got a cigarette in her hand. (laughs) Again, it was a different time. People just did that, always. Yeah. I like that you can actually see the smoke on TV, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In some of the early uh, horror movies from the 70s and stuff, you would see smoke coming across the camera lens because the director was smoking right behind the camera. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's what we're doing now. So do you keep your makeup in your desk drawer like that, too? I don't have makeup at work. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't either. You don't even keep mascara for the only type of makeup you wear? No. Again, I don't do a lot. I'm not that good of a girl. But you do, you said on. you do mascara every day, I yeah. assume. Because otherwise, yeah. no tea, no shade. Otherwise, your eyelashes are insane. I know. <laughs> it's very true. That would just mean that you have the craziest, biggest eyelashes if that was all natural. Boop, boop, boop. But no, you do your things to yeah. make that happen. Yeah. One time I wore fake eyelashes. I've worn fake eyelashes before as well for a Halloween costume. I don't like them. It feels like your highlights are weighing a thousand pounds. Yeah, they're very heavy. And I accidentally glued them with the curve going the wrong way. And so they were pointed at my eyeball all night. Well, I didn't realize that they come in different sizes. So you had to like trim them to your eye. So I like glued it to my eye and it was like hanging over like the bridge of my nose. (laughs) And I had to cut it while it was glued. It was bad. It was bad. Not a thing. (laughs) Not a thing. Oh, so now we're having another cute date with Brian at the I toy wish store. I we actually did this in real life. If we ever do a 90s themed party, yeah. I want bounce balls, balls like yes. this to be a thing. I also would like the scooters where you just sit your butt on them. Oh, like the old school, like yes. it's how the not athletic kids can play baseball. Yes. They can just, like, we all have to sit on these scooters yep. to get around. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, I would love these bounce things. This whole sequence, though, gives me major younger vibes. Because mm-hmm. when she's trying to be a working mom or whatever, she wears her hair so different and yep. different makeup. And when she's supposed to be a teenager, she's just, you know. Good reference. Doing her thing. Yeah. I also really love her outfit in the sequence. Where, like, the army green pants and the black shirt and the big belt buckle. Yeah. And they're very high-waisted, these pants. Yes. They're super high-waisted. And they're just cute. Bouncing around. Do you think they would get in trouble? I mean, they do. This guy comes and yells at them and tells oh. them they can't do this here. I'm also looking around at all the toys that are on the shelves. Further. Just because of the timing. Yeah. Like, we've got a, a Garfield the Cat on the one side. We've got some Disney stuff happening. This man is now going to yell at them and they leave. Because they were trying to make out on the balls. <laughs> they were trying to. Well, they were also bouncing around the store. Yeah, that's fair. They yeah. can knock stuff over. That would be a pain in the ass to clean up. These are these are facts. Didn't you work at a toy store? I did. It was my favorite job. Really? I loved working at a toy store. Yeah, because 
it's not like working at a regular retail outlet where people are real pissed off about you not having things or whatever. Most of the people that they're like, my kid needs a toy. I'm not really in the market for something specific. So it's really hard to disappoint people. And then it's also like a toy store. So people are happy to be there generally. There was, and we were also empowered. I guess I can say this now since... Toys R Us is out of business, but we were actually empowered to, if a customer complained, we could give them $20 off or 20% off, whichever was smaller. So there was really no like fighting with the customers about prices because if they came and said like, oh, this was marked as $10 and it rang up 15, I'd be like, cool, done, click and like send them on their way. And so I didn't have to call the manager nearly as often as when I worked at other big box retailers Ah. that had a bigger problem with like, oh, just give it to them for this amount or do whatever you want. Toys R Us were very customer servicey because they recognized that, you know, their entirety of the business was December. (laughs) So... They weren't trying to scare people away. Which is good. I hear that that store is coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the like brand name is being bought because the name Toys R Us is valuable. So they're going to open more toy stores. Nice. But yeah. I also didn't realize that her shirt, going back to the movie, yes. has like sequins, rhinestones, gems on them. Like, I didn't on see the it. arms. There's something going on on it. Let me look. Oh, yeah. There's definitely like beads. Yeah. Some kind of beadwork. They're also having a fight. This is the weirdest fight from the perspective of Brian. So Brian is talking about how his sister, mm-hmm. the girl who's chewing her face at work. Yes, Caroline. She has a backstabber at work that she's always complaining about. Mm-hmm. And Sue Ellen feels the need to defend this woman because it's secretly her, of course. Yeah. From Brian's perspective, why is Sue Ellen so invested in this random stranger? Yeah. He's never met. She's never met his sister. So why is he taking his my sister's enemy's side in this fight that just comes across as super weird she's got cucumbers on her eyes now yeah does that actually do anything i don't know i don't know either i don't think it's gonna do anything for an 18 year old girl (laughs) fair again she's sleeping in her mom's room i don't understand why does she not have a bedroom of her own also i'm very upset at her mom because she has this great window like window seat action yeah with like no pillows no like what are you using that for like, use it as a reading nook. I mean, maybe her mom's not a big reader. I don't care. She should get audible. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. She could sit in that nook and listen to books. Exactly. Being read by one of us. Oh, children's yeah. books. Also, the phone number for the hot dog place is 555-DOGS. <laughs> that seems a little ominous. But I guess it's on brand. Yeah, it works for them. They're hot dogs. So we've got oh. another, like, she's parked outside the store looking in at him moment. And then she drives away. It's real sad. Very sad. Wompity womp. And now, Kenny, your boy Kenny, Woo! is learning how to cook. I like that his oven mitt is like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's struggling and he's making a lot of waffles. Most of them are burnt, but you know, there's only uphill from here. Yeah, he's learning how to do this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like Julia's. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and eat, Quizod. Quizoid. Quizoid, I believe, is what they're saying. There you go. But yeah, the kitchen is still a mess. I gotta clean this. I'm still... There's gonna be a montage about it soon. Don't worry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm still freaking out about the ridiculously thick countertop. I also feel like these kids are spending every day at home while she's out at work, and there's not nearly enough storylines about what shenanigans they're getting into. Why does Sue Ellen have the lockbox at home? And why is it open? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is she doing that? That's a terrible decision. But this is where more kids will, you know, get into trouble. It also, now that I said that, it's also not the same box. 
Oh, yeah. So maybe she just took all the money out and put it in a different box and then brought that box here. I don't know. It's very strange. I agree. But yeah, so now she's frustrated because the guy didn't call back, Brian, and the other boy is stealing a huge amount of money. So does this count as a crime? Because they are stealing. Yeah. But also she's been stealing. (laughs) They all are just in cahoots. She's stealing and then they're stealing from her. Yeah. So that's like a double crime. It, yes. <laughs> I also like Mike, the youngest boy's shirt right now. What's his shirt say? It's just like a white shirt with like the outline of like the blue collar with dinosaurs on it. Oh, it's pajamas. He's it, still in his pajamas. It's really cute. <laughs> I don't think we see him out of pajamas until the end of this movie. Because <laughs> he likes TV. He likes TV. He's home watching TV He's all the time. He's an indoor kid. Oh, very much so. Man, LA traffic. Yep, we've got another, like, traffic scene. There she is smoking again. Oh, man, and all her friends are going to the beach. I mean, those aren't her friends, but yes, it's random teens on their way to the beach. That's what she should be doing. Yes, but instead, she has to drive to her fake, her real job, where she pretends to be a 26-year-old woman. It's okay, she's saving her skin from the, you know... It's true. Christmas of the sun. So let's talk about the envelope that's to Sue Ellen with these flowers. Gus sent them. And what's really funny is when the letter, like when she sees the letter, they lightly play the like circus music. So you think it might be the boy. But then it's Gus. Like what 17 year old boy is buying someone roses? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yes. She hides the envelope and remembers that he didn't write any names on the insides so yes. that he can she can just hand the card to Rose. Rose and Rose will think that Gus sent it to her which is why you should always write names in the card yeah. so that you can't just pass off notes like that yeah but in real life you should Pass off notes that you don't want. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, what is Sue Ellen's hair doing now? I don't know, but she's talking about 48-hour orgasms, orgasms, and I feel like that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she's, uh, Rose says to her, like, have you ever had a 48-hour low orgasm? Look at me. I'm glowing. And Sue Ellen's response is, yeah, you're a little shiny. Which <laughs> is how I want to respond to the next person that tells me they think they're glowing. You're a little shiny. <laughs> Do you get that often? Uh, no, I can't say that I do. Okay. But I'm prepared for when it happens. Now you know. Oh, look. Uh, What's-her-name is now wearing a blue outfit today. Wow. And blue. her lipstick is not as intense. And her nails are not blue either. They're white, but it matches the whiteness of her collar. It's true. She's very matchy-matchy. Also, she now has committed a crime. She stole a resume from personnel. Oh, yeah. That's thievery and yeah. violations of certain confidentiality rules, I'm sure. Yeah, we're these workplace trainings that you're supposed to do about sexual harassment and whatever else you have to do yeah, every month. They, they don't have to do that because if they did, there'd be a lot of people doing different things at work because sure. Gus does nothing but sexually harass people. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're freaking out because QED report is not in yet. Oh, and he needs it today. Needs it today. And we're doing, I'm right on top of that, Rose. Woo. QED report ASAP. Oh, no. Kathy's out sick. Oh no. Now what do we do? Yeah, she's in trouble now because she doesn't have the report. Yeah. And we get this temp who doesn't know what's happening. We, of course, have... Oh, we've got Brian showing up in the lobby complaining about Sue Ellen. And his sister doesn't recognize that it's the same person. Yeah. And Kathy came in with the QED report. And she looks real sick. She's still wearing big dangly earrings, though, for a sick person. <laughs> you gotta dress up some way. I guess. And now we've got Sue Ellen looking out and she sees... That Brian is there with his sister, and they can't be seen together, because oh. that'll blow her whole Cover. thing. Oh, man. 
And essentially, Caroline's like, you deserve so much better. Yeah, and she ducks in to hide and winds up in, I believe, Gus's office. Oh, no. And he's all like, you came to see me. And yeah, Gus is definitely going to interpret this differently. Also, does Gus have a, a tuba in his office? Oh, what is that? It's a giant paperweight? It's a big, brassy-looking thing that I thought was a tuba, but why would he have one in his office? That's weird. Maybe he's a secret instrument player. Yeah, maybe he's playing a lot of tuba. Everybody in this place has giant windows. I know. For an office park building, there's a lot of (laughs) giant, beautiful, arched windows in everybody's office. I'll take it. Why not? Yeah. If I'm going to have a window, I want a big, arched window. Oh, man. He has a lot of forehead for a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. He's also doing a lot of flirting with her again. Yes. And he kind of looks like a monkey. I hate his flirting. I hate when he's like, oh, take me now. I'm just kidding. Like, shut up. Shut up, Gus. He does like that fake ha 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 laugh. Yeah. It's terrible. So can we talk about the boy orders a very expensive entertainment system? Yes. But it looks... Like, the shittiest television (laughs) because of how it's the 80s. (laughs) But it comes stocked with some VHS all ready to go. And the sides, there's just a whole bunch of weird boxes. Is that what entertainment centers were like? It looks like there's a record player and a CD drive, although I think CDs probably aren't a thing. I think so. Oh, we're doing some more smoking. Woo! The staircase is just covered in cans. This house is a mess. Yes. Look at all the cans. I know. It's gross. I know. This mother has no control over her children. It was a mess even when she was there. Exactly. (sighs) Like, this place is a mess. Poor Mike. He just wants to have fun. And this is where he gets in trouble. Yeah, he climbs up on the the roof. Yep. To fix the antenna. If you notice, there's actually a ladder already on the roof. Yeah. Why doesn't Dusty sell one? (laughs) Well, he's going to put a ladder to get him up to the top, and then he's going to use the little ladder that's in it to get to the... The peak oh, man. before he falls and breaks his leg. Leg, yes. He's lucky it was his leg and not his neck. Yeah, he could be much, much more injured than he is. Yes, but yeah, I don't like the fact that there's just a ladder always on their roof. No, but I guess it's better if you're trying to sneak out of the house. It's fair. But yeah, so he's climbing up on the roof and he's messing with the antenna, which like is stupid because you're not going to be able to see if you've made any impact since the TV is downstairs right. and you don't have anybody watching the TV for you. But he's going to fall down in just a second. Yeah. He's also wearing acid wash jeans. And his dinosaur shirt. He's still in his pajama pa- shirt, but not his pajama pants because he went outside. Yeah, look at him. Oh, and now he's hanging out the window and he's fallen off the roof Woo. onto the ground. And wow. Kenny has to be like, whoa. And his name's Walter, but we're going to keep calling him Mike. Oh, Mike is a better word. <laughs> better name. And so now we call Sue Ellen and say that there's been a problem with her son causing her to have to create a whole bunch of new lies at the job. It's true. But she gets her first paycheck. Yes, which is much smaller than she anticipated because she didn't realize there was going to be taxes. It's true. Where's the QED report? And she's like, oh, I tried to get the QED report. But yes, here it is. Carolyn has it. Yes. Doesn't even have time to explain herself because oh. Carolyn throws her under the bus. Yeah. And Rose goes like, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Good job for delegating tasks. Yeah. Which would never happen in real life. No. Although I guess executive administrative assistants are very important level administrative assistants. They probably can delegate. Sure. But Sue Ellen certainly didn't know that. She just <laughs> did it because she didn't know how to use the computer. Right. <laughs> Keep an eye on Sue Ellen. And then she calls her a paragon. What's a paragon? Yeah. It's definitely good. Oh. <laughs> um, she did smile after she said it. Yeah. I can tell that it's a good thing. But paragon, apparently it was an online game. 
A paragon of virtue or a paragon of patience means someone or something is the very best. Oh. She's a paragon. I'm going to use that in everyday speech now. Yeah, work it into your vernacular today. I will. And so now she has to say, yes, this is Mrs. Crandall. I also find that kind of ridiculous because why wouldn't they have used their mother's health insurance plan? Instead, they used Sue Ellen's health insurance plan at her job that she's had for like a week and a half. Well, I guess they used (laughs) the mom so she would find out sooner. That's true. So they use hers. But also, why would Sue Ellen have put all of the kids on her insurance plan in the first place? But we know that she does, because at the end of this, when her mom shows up and says, like, what's happening with with Mike TV? She goes, oh, don't worry about it. I have an excellent medical plan. Yeah. Like. (laughs) It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Poor guys and crutches. Yeah. Did you ever get crutches? No, I've never broken a bone. Yeah, me either. I've gotten stitches, but that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. I got stitches on my forehead once, because I stepped on a rolling chair, and it rolled out from underneath me, and I smashed my face into a desk. And got five stitches, I think. Yeah, I got stitches because I got kicked in the eye. Oh, yeah, we've talked about being kicked in the eye before. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you lost that game. I did. (laughs) Real fast. Not good. So this is a wake-up call to Kenny. Yeah, that he has to do better as a big brother. He has to just be less of a moron. And this is what really kicks him in the pants, and he starts to get more into cooking Mm -hmm. and turns his whole life around. This is a major trope of these kind of movies where, like, the biggest bully has to have a big wake-up call and starts to realize that, like, if he tries, he could actually be really good at stuff. Man. So now Kenny is leaving and (laughs) Swellen smacks him upside the head, which is hilarious. As he gotta. And now we're headed back to the house. In the station wagon. And they are drawing a peace sign on Mike's little cast. She only made $735. How long has she been working? A week? Uh, I think it's been two weeks. And they took half of her money away for taxes. She was supposed to be making $1,400. That's pretty good. But that's to support a family of what? (laughs) Five Five. people? It's a little rough. I guess. Yeah, I think of the bills you have to pay too. Yeah. Well, fortunately, they probably aren't having to make any mortgage payments. And they're not having to pay any electric bills. That's fair. So that's taken care of. But yeah, they're definitely talking about the ridiculous entertainment center. Again, it doesn't even strike me as being that good of an entertainment center. No. It just has a lot of accoutrements. And how come the youngest girl doesn't get to buy anything? Yeah, her storyline is much more about, like, she gets to be on the baseball team. Yeah. Like, they don't even spend a lot of time with her. No. Mike TV gets the whole broken leg storyline. Romantic Boy has the I stole a bunch of money from you storyline. Yeah. The Danielle Harris's character, she just gets to be on the softball team. That's yeah. it. <laughs> She's a woman of simple pleasures. During one of the montages that are coming up, though, we do see her strike a home run or whatever. That's strike true. a home run? Hit a home run? <laughs> I mean, combine biking. She does strike going. it. She yeah. hits it with a bat. And <laughs> Nonsense. But yeah, now we find out that all the money's been stolen. Zaza. Zaza. Like Zaza Gabor. That's a thing? She's a celebrity, yes. Oh. Known for big, gaudy jewelry. Oh. <laughs> uh, you would know. I wouldn't. Got Elvis' new chew toy. Aww. They spent $3,000 on Oof. rings and TVs and other silliness. I never understood the point of being grounded. What do you mean? As like a small human. Like when your parents were like, you're grounded because you did something bad. You guess it means you can't go out and play with your friends? I mean, I was never grounded, so I don't actually know. Was I ever grounded? I don't know that I was. I think I was not allowed to go to a thing once. 
I got in trouble, and so I wasn't allowed to go to see a movie with my friend. That was the equivalent of me being grounded. But I mostly didn't misbehave. Yeah. I was a pretty good kid. Yeah. Unlike now, where we both just are hellions. Yes. <laughs> we like to flip over tables. That's it. Everywhere we go. So GAW is history now, because the students... In the background, what's been going on is that GAW is trying to make uniforms a thing at the high schools, because if they do that, it will mean that all their uniforms will be sold and it can save them from financial ruin. Turns out the high school students protested, and so now Rose is freaking out. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that twice in this movie, Rose says something to Suellen that Suellen just parrots right back to somebody else. Yes. And... She says to Suelle, like, oh, you're always so good with the staff. And then she goes and says the exact same thing to, what's his name? Franklin. Franklin, yes. Yes, yes, she's like, go break the news to Franklin. You're so good with dealing with the staff. And she goes and talks to Franklin and tells him. Which, like, she's 18. I know. (laughs) But she's comforting him so so well. Yeah, by saying the exact same thing. With your qualifications and background, you're going to land an even better job. What jobs did you have as, like, a teenager? I had one. I was a lifeguard and I taught some lessons. Okay, so you did, like, swimming as your job. Yeah, water sports. I, let's see, I worked at Walmart, Mm -hmm. and that's it. That's what I did. I worked at, uh, and later Toys R Us, but I was, like, an adult by that point. Yeah, well, I guess I (laughs) also babysat, but that was, like, I just got cash for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you did a lot of babysitting. Mm -hmm. I never did any babysitting. I never had a babysitter. I mean, it's not the worst job, but it's definitely not the most fun job. So how old were the kids that you were babysitting? I babysat for a family that had three boys. And when I started, they were four, I want to say eight and ten. Okay. And that never got old enough that he could watch the other two. (laughs) Well, I babysat for them a lot. So when I stopped, I think the oldest was 13 or 14 at that time. Sure. So, like, he could watch the younger kids. Yeah. But they were really cute. It was for my dental hygienist. <laughs> I don't know anything about my dental hygienist <laughs> to know if they have children or not. Aww. So the fact that you know that proves yes. that you're more social than me. No, that's how I got my job is the dental hygienist was cleaning my teeth. And we talked about where I lived. <laughs> we found nice. out it was very close. I like it. Yeah. So Suellen has now designed some new fashion Mm-hmm. that they are going to use and propose to the school board or whatever. Nice. And so they are going to have a big banquet. And this is when Suellen decides that they should do it at her house as a way to further embezzle the money that she has stolen to buy an entertainment center and other things. So that's that's crime number like five or six at I this am. point. <laughs> but who knew her house could be that well used? But, you know, it, it was an important factor for the cleaning montage that yes. is about to happen. We're about to have a cleaning montage. It's going to be great. Yes. I like that there's a chart that is made. Yeah. Like who's cleaning what? Which is funny because they were all so mad about the chore chart that the babysitter made, right. and now Sue Ellen has made one as well. Yeah. But now that Kenny's on board, yeah. I think it's easier to rope in the younger ones. Yeah, Kenny's into it, and he gets all of them to do it. And they're going to clean the whole house yeah. till it glistens. Yeah, with super soakers. Yeah. Every kid cleaning montage, no cleaning montage would be complete without using a super soaker to clean windows. Yeah. They have so many newspapers. Like, why? Why so many? I guess if you get one every day and throw like, the whole <laughs> And never throw them away, ever. Yeah. Now here's Sue Ellen coming up with her sketches. Yeah, and essentially, again, she's just changing the colors. She's not doing anything but shifting the colors around. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes that's important. They are painting the house. Yeah. It needed it. Apparently. We've got random shirtless teens that we've never seen before. You gotta. Where'd all these kids come from? But that's fine. Reinforcements. Reinforcements. And we're cleaning out a pool that we apparently had. 
Which I don't remember seeing at all. Yeah, it's in the backyard. You can't just fill a pool up no. and expect it to work. You need, like, chemicals. You need to test it. I guess the idea is that it's just going to be for the night, so they don't need to worry about it. The waffles are getting much better. They're not burnt. Yep. she's He's getting some skills in the cooking world. Nice. The dog even gets a waffle. And she is now essentially, like, the leader of this department. She just walked into the room and said, okay, guys, we're pulling an all-nighter. Yep. And they all go, oh, frustrated. Here we Yay! go. Baseball montage. So here, there's our montage. Here we go, montage number two already, because we had a cleaning montage, and now we have a life is starting to go well for them montage. Yes, they're all acting like a real family. Aw, she hits the ball. It's a home run. That's my girl, he says. Aw. And now Swellen is becoming a good mom, saying goodnight to all the kids. Look at how much nicer the rooms look. I know, right? We've got him learning how to cook with Julia Childs again. (laughs) The recipe calls for shrimp. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> yes. Oh, David Duchovny is listening in on their conversation and hears that the money is all gone. <sighs> and They're going to try to use it against her. They're going to try to use it against her, but she's been embezzling, so it's fine. That's Receipts fair. for all the things. And now we're using coupons. Ugh. I used to... That was one thing. If I was in trouble, my mom would make me cut coupons. <laughs> Man. They're also very fortunate that one of Kenny's friends knows how to do ice sculptures. Right? <laughs> just whack at it. I'm just whacking at it. She's also dressed like a teenager at the office right now. She's got a beret on. Yeah. It's a little bit of a fashion risk. It's, it's risky for her. It looks. She looks younger when she does that. <laughs> These are the things. But look at Kenny's shirt. Yeah, Kenny's shirt. They even might to, have a collar. He's starting to look like a real person. Yeah. Oh, is this where he has is upset that he's been cleaning all day? Yeah. This is where they have the fight of like, you don't even get take me anywhere anymore. Yes. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> and she's still carrying around that box full of money everywhere she goes. Well, she can't leave in the office. What if Rose looks and is like, where's all the money? Wait a second. She has the box with her right now. Don't the two bad guys go look at it this evening and find out that she... Oh. That might be a problem we just noticed hole in this whole movie. A whole plot hole. Major. Yeah, that's the part of this that makes everything fall apart. Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Aww, the kitchen is looking very nice. I know. Everything's in order. You can actually see the counter. It's looking looking like a real kitchen. Oh, the whole house is. It looks good. And yeah, he's so angry, yelling about doing her party shit and her not being around and not taking her anywhere. And you don't even take me to dinner anymore. Yeah. They're like a real couple. But not a couple, because they're brother and sister. Eat shit, he says. (laughs) That's not very nice. No. And now he's cleaning the couch. Rearranging the pillows. You know, you gotta fluff them sometimes. Gotta give them that karate chop down the middle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just because. Sometimes you just sit in them for too long. She also mentions that she has to miss Oprah Winfrey every day. Very 80s. Oprah's not even on TV anymore. I know. I was going to say, I haven't seen Oprah in a long time. <laughs> She's got her own network now. She doesn't have to worry about this. Oh. Now the equivalent would be like, I get, I have to miss Ellen DeGeneres every day. That is a good show. I, I would see it. Ellen live. I used to have it TiVo'd, and I would only watch the opening monologue, mm-hmm. but now I don't have TiVo anymore, so I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, so now they're breaking into the office, and they're going to get the box that she had definitely had with her this evening. Rude. So, but I, they are also breaking and entering, which would be another crime. Oh. Everyone in the show just makes, breaks crimes. There's a lot, lot of crime happening. So it's not the same box. It's back to the box that's at the office, so maybe she's been putting the money in a different box and carrying oh. that around all the time. But yeah, she's doing purchase orders, she's got all this stuff going on, and she's paying for the buyer's shindig. But she left her purse at the office, which is weird. 
Right, which has her ID in it, right? Yes, and this is how we discover that she is 17 or however old she is. But yeah, how do you leave your purse in the office? And it's not even locked. Yeah, she's got a weird uh, wallet. So here you go, got her wallet, and her ID says that she's 17. She's born in 73. 73. <laughs> which means that this was 1990. Yeah, it's gotta be. Wow, so how old would she be today? That's math that I don't care to do right now. But 73. <laughs> so 73 to 2003 would have been 30 years old. Okay. Uh, 2013 would have been 40. Yeah. So she's mid-40s. Wow. I wonder if that's Christina Applegate's real age. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. So Kenny oh, cut his hair. He looks so good. And one of Sue Ellen's friends is going to hit on him. Yes. He now goes by Kenneth. Kenneth. That's when you know he's serious. That's yes. This is the moment. Aww. Also, the top that she is on right now mm-hmm. looks like the top that we see in the poster. But I think it's a dress. But it's a dress. Yeah. So I think they might have done some editing. <laughs> Me too. And they've really made the backyard look spectacular. Look at all the twinkle lights. Yeah. And they have a string orchestra. They have some playing in the playing. background. They got little kids delivering food in their uniforms. I do like Rose's outfit oddly. It's got a lot of shoulders. It does. It kind Big. of makes her look like a parrot, but I kind of like it. At least she doesn't have any beaded insects or True. <laughs> amphibians glued it's to true. her chest. What is that tailoring called where it's, it's like a plume? Is that what it is? Where it know. like goes in and then like flares out a little I bit? I think so. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know yeah. fashion very well. <laughs> I like that Kathy brings a jello mold to oh. this very fancy party. I don't know why, but jello just makes me want to vomit. Really? Yes. I like jello. No, anytime I go to a party and people are like, jello shots, I'm like, no. <laughs> Hard pass. It's like mint. I can't do it. Can't do the jello? That's yeah. fine. Oh, kind of makes me feel like being in a hospital too. Like, that's, that's what they give you. They do. Yeah. They give you jello there. Yeah. Because it's cheap and easy to make. It's true. Oh, Kid that's in love with his moon goddess is very sad. Yeah, because the moon goddess broke up with her. And now he's immediately finding a new girl that he wants to... (laughs) Get over her real fast. Yeah. Moon goddess is done because now you and I are going to be dating. Yeah. God, Carolyn's wearing a blue, very sleevey dress as well. It's true. I also don't hate it. It's kind of fun. It's very costumey, I think. Yes. And she's very costumey. Yeah. Ooh, her red lipstick on Rose is... Like orange. It's very bright. It's, yes. It's, there's a lot going on. And now, Rose doesn't believe the photocopy of the driver's license. No. Which is fortunate for Swellen at the moment. It's true. Things just go well for her. And Carolyn now has to be all embarrassed. And all of her best friends from home are back from their trip. Yeah. And so now they get to be the models. For this fashion line. This is super, like, kid fantasy where they get to now be fashion models. Yeah. And Nicole is going to hit on Kenneth. Yeah, Nicole She's, really likes the way Kenny looks now. Yeah, digging the look. Clean shaven, looks good. Oh, and comes Gus. Oh, God. Fucking Gus. Why is he, in, I mean, I guess he's the head of the company, but. He's one of the big important people, yeah. <sighs> And she's going to spray him with the squirt gun they use to clean the windows, which despite the fact that there's a huge party happening, she still has out. Yeah, She should definitely have been put away, but that's fine. Wait, does he shoot his crotch? Oh yeah, she makes it look like he wet himself. Oh good. I like her (laughs) even better. (laughs) And he has to then stay there and be hidden. Or he could just have a big sweaty fling. What do you think? God, he's so gross. Nope, nope, nope. I think the scenario here is that you're a sleazeball. Oh, I forgot about that word. Sleazeball? Yeah, I should use that in their vernacular too. <laughs> yeah, this show is bringing you so much. I know. Paragon, sleazeball. What's next? <laughs> so much going on. Did you ever get into fashion as a teenager? Were you like a fashiony person? 
No. no. I mean, I wish I said that I was. I think I tried to be. It was never really my thing. I would read Cosmo mostly for, like, tips on how to deal with boys. That's fair. Yeah. I'm sure those tips were very excellent and helped a lot. Yeah, seven ways <laughs> to have an orgasm. <laughs> and you didn't get a single article about how to do, like, a come-hither look? No. I don't know how to do that. I, I mean, still don't know how to do that. You just got to practice. No. Think of something real dirty and then look at me. Look can, away no. and then look at me. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, you can. That's how no. it goes. Okay, we'll practice once I've had more alcohol. <laughs> so, oh. okay, it's time for the fashion show. I like that it's over the pool. That was actually a really cool yeah, setup. Yeah, I'm glad that they have carpenters that know how to do that. So right? it doesn't collapse <laughs> and put a bunch of teenage girls in a pool. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. <laughs> when they do the remake, we can have them fall in the pool. There's a lot of different stuff. So here comes the buyers, yeah. and here comes... The fashion show. And of course, our wonderful Swell is going to make it happen. True. She's a good announcer. She is. She has a little script to read. She knows what she's up to. And everybody's going to be so impressed. It's true. Until... Brian shows up. And then eventually her mom comes home as well. Yeah. Ruins the whole thing. But her earrings are still really cool. Yeah. Another big, big earring situation. Man, look at that turn system. Yeah, they got some serious... Lighting. Wow. The teenage fashion wave of the future. Here we go. I like the little bellhop costumes. These really are good, though. Yeah, they're really cute. I don't, I, th- I couldn't, I don't know that teenagers are going to wear them. Certainly not like that. I don't know if school boards are going to approve them, but. They are very cool and yeah. colorful. Yeah. I like that their bags are these little trio of boxes. And the one is carrying a hot pink stuffed puppy. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> French-inspired? Yeah. I don't know. So that's the bellhop. Then we have a nurse. Yes. In a little nurse's outfit in bright pink with a really orange pen to write with, like an orange peacock feather. And she has, like, ballet shoes on. Yes. That are orange. It's, or pink. Pink, yeah. She's very fashionable. Yes. And then the next one is a... I want to say the next one is a referee in, like, a turquoise number. Ooh. But meanwhile, Brian's coming... Because why wouldn't he? They haven't talked in some time, but... That's true. Here comes the referee in the blue and orange. I like that look a lot. I do, too. It's very fun. It's less form-fitting than all the others, which I appreciate. Yep. And we've got some leg warmers happening, so that's real fun. I freaking love leg warmers. Yeah? I rediscovered them. I am never going back. You can wear pajama shorts and leg warmers, and your feet are still warm. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know if people are going to think that out in the world, but, you know. Why not? Let's try it out. Um, this chef costume, a little bit weird. I don't like the chef outfit, I'll be honest. No. It's It's because it's satin. And it's lime green. I don't care about the lime green as much as I dislike the satin. Right. It's just too shiny. Yeah. I don't like that. That bothers me. But, oh, hey, Mom is home, so Mom just showed up. Yep, Kenny's pronouncing, or professing his love to Sue Ellen over the... Intercom. Uh, Brian, you mean, yes. Oh, yeah. We got a Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts uniform in purple. That's super cute. That is cute. And here comes Brian. Oh, no. And he's going to ruin everything. Not that it wasn't ruined already with her mom being home and everything. It's true. But But this is where Sue Allen, doesn't she come clean? She comes clean and says that she doesn't know how to do any of this. She's 17 and all kinds of silliness. And this is where she should get in trouble. Yeah, but she's not going to. No. Not at all. She <laughs> plays it off that Brian's in costume, too. Yes, but she's going to get in trouble now when the mom says, you're in big trouble, young lady, or who are all these people in my house, or whatever she says. Yep, yep, mom's That's nah, not good. It's not good. Hi, mom. There she is. 
What is she wearing, by yeah. the way? Was she, like, out on the safari? <laughs> She's got this, like, bait-and-tackle vest on. It's <laughs> pretty atrocious. Oh, my goodness. Because, also, she left in, like, a hot pink power suit. Yeah. She left like it was going to be something serious, and now she's looking like she's Steve Irwin's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. So, yes. You're in big trouble, young lady, says the mom. Oh, man. And everybody's staring. And she's like, I can't handle this anymore. I give up. I tried. I just have to tell you, I applied for a receptionist job. I'm 17. I just can't do this anymore. Caroline and David Gubney are just smirking in the background. I'm so vindicated, even though Sue Ellen is definitely not losing any points, even doing this. No, doesn't she get hired as like a consultant? She wants to hire her, but she says no. She wants to do college first. Uh, even go to school for fashion. Yeah, yeah. and I, like, do you put that you worked at this place on your resume? That you were an executive administrative Can assistant? Because, I mean, she did that job. That happened. Okay, but she lied about it. Yeah, it might not be the best <laughs> reference ever, but it seems like Rose, still likes, Rose still likes her a lot, and she does tell her she'd write her a letter to Vassar because she's a Vassar gal. Uh-huh. There thing. we go. That's just actually a real school. It is. Yeah. It's a very good school. On the East Coast. It's one of the most expensive schools. Yes. And so now the mom is like, okay, we got to go deal with our crying daughter. Mm-hmm. And everybody else needs to leave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Caroline's... We got another smoking. Oh, yeah. This is the first time I think we've seen Rose smoke. Yeah, or Rose like is smoking too. Yep. You keep calling Carolyn Caroline because of uh, Dollhouse. It's oh, fun. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so in the Dollhouse mindset. Bitch girl. I'm going to call her that. Also, mom should be really spending a lot more time being surprised that the house is spotless. Yeah. Instead, she's real mad. <laughs> yeah. Instead, she's just real angry. I mean, one of her kids got a broken leg and there's like a million adults. Although as far as getting in trouble, you'd think that this party would probably not be one that you're super mad about because it's not like a raging teen party. No. It's a bunch of adults. Yeah. There's supervision. Just there's... not like direct <laughs> supervision, but you know. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Sue Ellen sends her mom to bed, which is fun. <laughs> just go to your room. They and got it covered. Kenny's going to whip up a batch of Belgian waffles in the morning, and they're all going to sit down and talk about what happened. Like adults. (laughs) Man. Did you ever throw a party when your parents were home? No. Or not home? I had people... No. My parents... First of all, my parents never left like that for me to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But also, I could have people over anytime I wanted. So what was the... (laughs) What was the point? There'd be no reason to sneak around. And so, yeah. So she just keeps kicking her mom away. Get out of here. Go to bed. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. Sends her to her room. Yeah. Where are all her bags? Did she go in the house first? Yeah, I guess she's already put them down somewhere. She's definitely going to be like, why is all my daughter's shit in my bedroom? Because she's been living in that room for months. Right? Because that makes sense. Oh, and they trashed her car because of how they hate her. Carolyn gets her just desserts. Ooh, look at the entertainment system. I'm surprised they didn't give that back. No, they couldn't. Not allowed. I like that she just says, I'll be damned when she sees it and how nice everything is. She's like, I guess I can't really be bad at my daughter. Yeah. We're smoking it again. Look at her nails. They're intensely red. Very red nails on Rose. Mm Mm-hmm. This is where Sue Ellen apologizes to Rose for everything. Yes, she does. And Rose doesn't care. It's like, they didn't care about that scene. Buyers didn't care anything about that scene, she says. Yeah, as long as they buy it, I guess it doesn't really matter. Doesn't work. They're all just a bunch of old whores. They loved your ideas. (laughs) She sees nothing but dollar signs. So good. And so, yeah, so she's going to continue to support her, and it's going to be fine. And we're going to end on the mom coming outside and asking, where's the babysitter? Oh. <laughs> I hope that there's a still frame in that sequence that's just, like, her face, like, in shock. Like, oh, yeah, they definitely cut to her and go, like, duh. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, boy. So, anyway, what did you think of uh, this movie? Well, it was my first campy type movie experience. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. It has something for everyone. It's like a little bit funny. It's very like of this time where you can see inappropriate things, but uh, like in a tasteful manner. Yes, it's very eighties and nineties. Uh, the fashion was great. Oh. The acting was superb. <laughs> you yeah. know, the everyone learns a lesson. Yes, this they, is definitely the like era of everybody has to learn something in a yes. movie, especially a kids' movie. Yes, they all get away with stuff, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Once again, nobody's in any trouble. Yeah. Even Kenny has reformed. Yeah, he's going to go to class, and he wants to do home ec now. Yeah. And he's got a date with Nicole. I know. He's, like, having a great time. I know. Yeah. 360. Yeah. Um, so. I enjoyed it. We've watched two movies now. We've watched uh-huh. Can't Hardly Wait and this. Mm-hmm. Which of those two were your, were the better of the two for you? <laughs> They're both really good. This is definitely, like, a taste of the 80s. The other one is definitely, like, a taste it's of the, the 90s. 90s. <laughs> I might like this movie a little bit better. Not that I didn't love Can't Hardly Wait. I just think this one is just cuter. Like, I don't know. It's it's, just... it's definitely like a very specific genre of kind of movie. Yeah. I love Can't Hardly Wait. I really, really do. But I think this movie is adorable. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch it, I'm like, it's just fun. Yeah. Silly fun. So next week, yes. we're going to be watching... Buffy, season three. Episode one. Episode one. Anne is the name of that episode. Oh, I'm glad that you know this. And, uh, <laughs> so if you recalled last season, Buffy killed Angel. Oh, yeah. And then ran away from home. Oh, and to so LA. to LA. So season three, episode one, Anne tells the story of Buffy living in Los Angeles. Under a fake name. Under a fake name, that name being Anne. Anne. <laughs> Well, anyways, I feel like we've done a great job watching this movie together. I agree. Next week, we'll be watching Buffy. Right. And I encourage y'all to watch along with us. And if you have thoughts about this movie or about Buffy or Dollhouse, let us know. JNL Watches on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail. We would love to hear from you. Uh, But for now, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Later. Bye. Now it's recording. And hair scrunchies. Can we talk about how photoshopped she yes. is on that picture? <laughs> She's got shoulders like a linebacker. I know. The smallest waist I've ever seen. <laughs>